Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Welcome, everyone. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. We're having a great time at it today. Uh, great shows for all of you out there. I have been really looking forward to have this conversation with my next guest. I want to just tell you that uh, sometimes life seems like a country song. I grew up with country. <laughs> Valerie's laughing. I'm I grew actually, up in Texas. I'm actually so, going to yeah. have. I'm actually going to have you going to find. Go to the top twenty and find me a couple country I'll tunes find here you some today. Country songs. Uh, I like the one by Lady Antebellum. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. that one. You know and that I'm one. Sure, yes, and I'm sure I'm going to throw some Taylor yeah, in there. That sh- that song's <laughs> all about addiction. So yeah, yeah let's play that. I like one. that song. Okay. That's a good one. I can do that. Uh, and then you know those of us that do uh, you know step out of. <laughs> whatever you think we do we watch american idol yeah. so there was country on yeah. american idol but why did i bring this up because today <laughs> <laughs> why did i bring this up sometimes i have thought about my life well first of all for those of you that are thinking i've lost my mind <laughs> that probably could be true but let me just share something with you i grew up in a family if you don't know me i grew up in a family that you know my dad was from new york and my stepmom was from the deep south And so because my dad was not home much, we got to hear the music my stepmom liked. And so I grew up with country country music. I grew up with country lyrics because it wasn't just about the dancing, although I learned how to dance to country music. Really? I learned how to, you know, do it. <laughs> you know, my stepmom was great. I can't imagine you two-stepping or anything. I am a great two-stepper. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Are you kidding? Oh, I had no Amazing. idea. Amazing. Yes. Uh, so, but one of the things that I got introduced to were lyrics. Mm-hmm. And now country music has changed a bit, but the reason I bring this up is that a lot of times the themes and the songs that my mother would love were really songs about life falling apart. Mm. So one of the songs that used to get played in our house, and I don't know if you can find this, you probably have to go to Kixie for this one, is a song by Connie Francis called Who's Sorry Now? I don't know. Now, that, that Sorry. You, you're going to have to look All it up. Right. Get it off of YouTube or something. Okay. But here's what the solution is. The solution is my guest today, <laughs> Daphne Rose King, joining me here today, the author of Coming Apart. Now we've got the 10 things to do when your life falls apart. And she'll probably tell us. Turn off that radio and do listen to those songs. I don't know. I can't wait. But let me tell you a little bit about about my very special guest, Daphne, today. Uh, there's no question about it. She is undisputed expert on matters of the heart. Author of 10 books on love and relationships. Her books include The Future of Love, The Power of Soul and Intimate Relationships, True Love, Finding True Love, The Men We Never Knew, and the classic on psychological journey of ending relationship, coming apart her books have sold over a million 
Are you feeling me on this, folks? A million copies have been translated into 50. You imagine a million copies, 15 languages, dubbed as the love doctor by the San Francisco Chronicle. She's joining us here today. We've got her latest book, and that is The 10 Things to Do When Your Life Falls Apart, an emotional and spiritual handbook. Hallelujah. Somebody put the word spiritual and love and relationships in the same book. And so joining me here today, I'm going to get a little advice from her here on the show, Valerie. I hope you're ready to get a little advice, uh, girlfriend. <laughs> okay. Let's All do right. It. Okay. We'll leave. Now, is this why many like went to the other room? I don't maybe? know. We're don't talking know. about love and relationships, relationships and we got and, it all going on. And he's hiding. <laughs> and, <laughs> oops. And so we've got a lot of questions, a lot of things to talk about, and we're going to give away two copies of the book. Daphne, thank you so much for joining us. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Thank you. It's so great to be with you. So should I give up those country songs? <laughs> well, you know, the minute you started talking about the country songs, I thought, wow, they always are about tough times, aren't they? You broke my heart. You left me. You left me in the ditch of life. You know, it's like uh, they certainly do have the ability to address our hard times, I think, a lot more than our regular music. Yeah, well, Valerie is going to find one of them by Lady Antebellum. It's like Need You Now is the name of the song. Basically, what this song is about, two people that are not together, that are drinking a bit, that obviously are separated, that have some connection to each other, and each is waiting for the other to show up. Oh. (sighs) Have we been there? We've we've all been there (laughs) for a minute or a year. <laughs> or we've been there for a decade. You are someone, Daphne, that has wow. This is your thing, so to speak. I have to. How the heck did you get this calling in life? Wow, what a beautiful question, Doctor Pat. I, I think, of course, as all callings arise in our childhood. I came from a big family, and I was just really fascinated by the interactions between everybody, you know, who got along with who and who expressed themselves in what way and who picked on who. And 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 I just was always fascinated by relationships. And so then as a grown-up, that expressed itself in being in a lot of relationships, enjoying people, wondering what made them tick. And so that led me into the field of psychology and doing therapy for many years. And And then in that work, I just got so moved by the issues that come up for people in relationships. And as you know, my first book is coming apart. And um, some suffering gentleman was sitting in my office one day and said, Daphne, this is so terrible what I'm going through. Isn't there a book to read about how I'm going to get through this? And I thought, wow, I don't have any idea of a book I could recommend to him. So that kind of became the reason I wrote it. And You know, I'd worked with a lot of people whose relationships were ending, and I thought, that's true. There really is a book needed for that. So that became my first book, and here we are on the other end of the bookends. And once again, it was a person, although in this case a very dear friend of mine who came to visit from far away from Europe and was just going through a hellish time, everything had happened to him. I mean, his wife left him. He had to move. He lost his job. He had just been diagnosed with a really debilitating illness, and he came over to my beautiful town of Santa Barbara, California, to Mm. rest and heal. And then as he was leaving, you know, going back to pick up the pieces of his life, he said, Hey, Daphne, 
you know, before I go home, can you tell me the 10 things I should do to get my life back together or to get through this? <laughs> and I remember thinking, uh-oh, that sounds like a book I'm going to have to write. <laughs> oh, yeah. What, sure enough. There it was. I got to ask you about this because, look it, um, you know, millions of people are reading your books. There's no question. But here's the thing that I also loved about this. You call this an emotional and spiritual handbook. Yes. I call it that because I know, and we all in some part Mm -hmm. of ourselves know, that we are spiritual beings. We're not just people that are here shopping and paying our bills and, you know, watching TV, but we have this deep part of us, whatever you want to call it, soul, spirit, divinity, eternal spark, whatever you want to call it, but we have this deep part in ourselves, and it's that part that is always trying to emerge and that suffers when we go through hard things and that is also the place we can find rest, you know? I mean, <clears throat> we chase after a lot of things in this life and world, and there are a lot of things we need to conduct our life, but in a very deep way, we know that they never bring us peace. And, of course, when you're going through a hellish patch of difficulty somehow the thing you want to know is how am I going to find peace in the midst of all this or how am I going to get through this or how am I going to recover from it? And so I recognize that we are all, we're practical beings, we have real lives, we're emotional beings, we have feelings about what we're going through, but we're also spiritual beings. We have have this depth in us and I wanted to really lead people on a journey that would address all those things, because if they're not all addressed, we can't come to peace. We say, okay, well, I got a new job, but I still have this aching in my heart or in my soul because my life doesn't have any meaning. And so, you know, whatever the recipes of these Mm -hmm. things are, and I just wanted to remind people that when you're going through such a difficult time, you know, you can find peace in going to the depth in yourself and and remembering that that is ultimately who you are. You know, Daphne, one of the things that we're we're going to talk about a lot of things during the show. I'm so glad you're here for the hour. Yay, me too. But I I was so struck by the beginning of the book. I I couldn't even get out of the introduction of your book. I was so struck by Jane. And, you know, you talk about sitting down with Jane and Jane having, you know, ordered a a latte. And then she went on to go through, and this is how I got this this country... (laughs) country song idea. She goes on to talk about her boyfriend left her, her landlord given her 30 days, right? Notice. She goes on to talk about her job. She goes on to talk about, you know, some diagnosis of her 83-year-old mother. And then she goes on to say, I think I'm coping, but sometimes I feel like a terrible person as if somehow I should have been able to avoid all this. We are going to talk about that when we come back. What happens? What happens when life falls apart? But more importantly, my very special guest today has got an incredible, incredible list of things you can do to shape up and snap out of it. That's my term. She doesn't say that. Daphne Rose uh, Kingma joining us here today. More importantly, there are 10 things to do to heal. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show. I wonder if I ever cross your mind. For me, it happens all the time. 
So how many times have you said, I need to quit smoking? And how many times have you tried to quit smoking only to fail? How many times a day are you smoking and wishing you weren't? This is Cheryl Manchester from Positive Changes Hypnosis, where we help you to become smoke-free for life. Take on the habits of a non-smoker, not an ex-smoker. Our clients tell us they simply lose the desire for the cigarette. Become stress-free and relaxed. Lose or maintain weight at the same time and effortlessly take back control. Andy Castle quit his 15-year smoking habit and has been smoke-free for over a year. Jane Penrod quit smoking after smoking three packs a day for 50 years. Yes, it works. Make a lasting change in your life. Call Positive Changes in Bellevue at 888-311-7157 to schedule a free consultation. That number again is 888-311-7157. Did you know the leading cause of abnormal inflammation in the body is the American diet? Hi, this is Dr. Bonnie Burhuns here to share some information about inflammation. We often link inflammation with an injury, a sprained ankle or pulled muscle, but inflammation is so much more than that. Experts believe that inflammation equals aging. Inflammation is the reason we get wrinkles, why we forget things, why we become irritable or even cranky. Inflammation is what causes arthritic pain, Stiffness when you're moving the muscles, wheezing of asthma, and the discomfort of allergies. For more information on how chiropractic adjustments can reduce the inflammatory process in your body, visit us at vitalitychiropractic.com or call 206-824-5521. And be sure to listen to me, Dr. Bonnie Verhunts, on The Dr. Pat Show, the second Tuesday at 10 o'clock of every month. Did you know that the visible spectrum has beneficial frequencies for the human body that provide a valuable tool for healing? Based on the knowledge that each color relates to a particular frequency or vibration, also regarded as energy, you can promote healing effects when wavelengths, colors, are used appropriately. Clothes are like filters for the color waves over our bodies, and choosing what we wear determines quantity and quality of color, light energy, which is absorbed into our physical body. For example, people with high blood pressure should avoid red color. Instead, wearing blue or green color will promote calming and soothing. And opposite, people with low blood pressure should wear red as a known stimulant color, but also should be aware that it raises the pulse rate. To avoid raising the pulse, the red color can be substituted with orange. This tip has been brought to you by Galia Filipova, specializing in energy, color, art, healing at Access Wellness Center, real healing naturally. Call today, 425-251-6625 to book your personalized color tests and see which color does your body need at this moment. God, I don't drink anymore. Wow. Uh, that's a... <laughs> that would be like... Shoo! <laughs> wow. That has brought me back in time. No wonder why it's number one on all the charts. Okay? I know. Yeah, there we 
go. Welcome it. back, everyone. Welcome. And no wonder why. It's a song like that that probably helped my very special guest today, Daphne Rose King, write the book, 10 Things to Do When Your Life Falls Apart. And that doesn't always mean relationships. It's what I shared earlier about Jane in the book that comes out and says just about everything is coming apart in her life. Daphne, thank you so much for joining us here today. Oh, my pleasure. My pleasure. So let's talk about things. I mean, let's talk about what it means for one's life to come apart. Some people might think that it is a standard list of things, so, so to speak, that Jane went through. But isn't it different for different people? And it so, is. Yeah. It can be so many different things, and it can be one huge devastating thing like the loss or death of somebody or the end of a relationship, or it can be like Jane and a lot of us just a whole bunch of things happening together where you feel like you've barely gotten through one thing and there's another one slamming you down. And I think that's a feeling experience that just is so hard on people. It's like, am I ever going to get up again? Or mm. is the next thing just going to come and get me before I barely resolve the one I'm dealing with now? And as you were just saying, Dr. Pat, before we went into the break, you know, Jane said, you know, the thing that's really so bad is I feel like I ought to have, should have been able to avoid this. It's like yes. we all feel somehow weirdly guilty and responsible for what's happening to us. Like, you know, why didn't I figure it out? Or how come this is happening to me? Or it must be something bad I did in a past life. Or, you know, um, we have this sense that somehow we ought to be able to always control our lives. And so then when they do go AWOL and out of control, we tend to end up blaming ourselves and feeling guilty. And, of course, that's just another layer of the problem when we're dealing with those self-negating feelings. It's like, that's not helpful. So one of the things I'm saying right out in this book to everyone is, these things happen to people. They're part of life. They happen to good people. They happen to bad people. They've been happening since the beginning of time. And interestingly and importantly, they are also in a very profound way purposeful. These these hard things, they certainly don't feel like it. They just feel like yeah. gratuitous, awful things. But they ultimately, we have a sense that they do have a purpose in our lives. They reveal things that are important. Well, and, you know, this is kind of, um, let's just call this an open ground for everyone. I want to make sure you all know that we do have one copy of the book left. But more importantly, we've made this an open mic show for you. Uh, it's, it's, this is a rare occasion for us to have Daphne on the phone, for example, and be able to get your questions, what's going on in your life, and get some help here. Uh, 1-800-930-2819. one 930 Daphne, I want to talk about a couple of the things you reference uh, in the book. You know, some of these 10 things to do when your life falls apart. You know, in the media right now, we're faced with, of course, everybody has heard about Tiger Woods. But right now, we have people crying for Sandra Bullock. Um, Let's talk about this because the quote that opens your book in Chapter 1 is by Hafiz. And it's this. He who sits in the house of grief will eventually sit in the garden. Yes, isn't that beautiful? It is beautiful, and boy, we need to hold on to that. Yes, and you know that these things pass through us, and we pass through them, and that I think importantly, as you know, the first chapter of the book is called Cry Your Heart Out. We've certainly seen Sandra Bullock go through her own version of hell, and we've seen Tiger Woods' behavior, and so 
it's obvious that the people in these situations have a lot to grieve over. They're losing a lot. They've been betrayed. They, you know, they, they're experiencing something that's emotionally devastating. And the thing that made me write Cry Your Heart Out as the first chapter is that so often, even when we're in these devastating situations, everybody's running around saying, well, I shouldn't be crying, or, you know, I was working with somebody yesterday who just terrible things had happened to him, and he started crying, a man, middle-aged man, and he said, oh, excuse me, I'm sorry. You know, we, like, we're treating ourselves as if we should, like, stiff upper lip our way through all these things, when in fact the truth is that we need to allow this breakdown because tears and crying are the natural way that our body handles grief and that it passes through us and it doesn't just get stuck there to show up later as some sort of disease or illness. And as this beautiful quote says, of course, if we do go through the grief, ultimately there is a garden. You know, there's the beautiful place, garden. The word garden actually means refuge. And and so there is a place of refuge and tranquility that follows our grief if we're willing to do the grieving. Mm. I have to tell you, there are a couple of things in here, and boy, I wish we had more time, but I, I really need to ask you about a couple of them, because I was really struck by your conversation in the book, one of chapter two, one of the, you know, one of the other things you say to do, which is face your defaults. Yeah. And I want to talk about that, because it's not what I thought. When I got to the chapter, I thought, honestly, can I do a true confession? Yeah. I actually didn't read this chapter. <laughs> I, I, I went I went back. I had to go back and read it because I just read the title of it and I thought I don't want to read that. No bleeping way. And but I did go back and read it. And that's what I want to say to ever all of you out there to get in a book, read this chapter. You talk about face your defaults differently and tell me why this is so important for us to do this. Well, Defaults, of course, has the word fault in it, and it isn't about faults. It's about defaults, which are like on your computer, you know, the default directory, the default typeface. Our defaults are whatever we run to when we're not responding in a conscious, thoughtful way. So default behavior is just habitual, knee-jerk, reactive behavior. It's the way we respond in life. You know, if you always respond by running to the refrigerator, something's tough, well, I think I'll have a pint of ice cream, or if your default behavior is drinking, you know, I can't handle this, I need a good stiff drink, or if it's just sitting around being passive, or even for some people if it's overworking, you know. We all have ways that we've developed as, as a kind of systematic coping behavior, and and as I explain in this rather meaty chapter, these things that we develop are are in response to sufferings that we had as children, because we all did have suffering as children. We We had life stories that disappointed and hurt and wounded us in some way, and in order to deal with that experience, which was painful, we developed coping mechanisms. It's actually a very creative and wonderful thing because this is the way we manage to survive. But my point in this chapter is that these things that we've developed are not always the best way to survive or respond when you're in a crisis situation because because they are habitual and they may not apply and they may not be creative. And we've got to really consciously take a look at what we're doing so that instead of just being something that wipes us out, this situation 
can be a situation not only to get through, but also to get through and be renewed by. Mm. Yeah, I mean, this is, for many people listening to the show, you know, I just want to say this book is not about relationships only. This is about stuff happening in your life. I mean, right now, uh, Daphne, there are a bunch of people, actually millions of people right now that are looking at their bank accounts, that are looking at their life savings, that are have been on unemployment for two years, that are grateful that they're getting unemployment, but don't know what next to do. Exactly. A large part of them are people over 50. They're looking at a whole bunch of things they've never looked at. Overwhelm is a word I've heard six times yeah. this week alone. Yes. Can you help us? Um, well, yes, absolutely. The help is obviously all these things, but also to, um, you know, do something different means that if you've just responded in life in general by being passive, take an action, do something. You know, ask yourself, how can I be creative in this situation? Okay, I've lost my job. That's a devastating truth. But what can I count on? How can I look for a new job? How can I create a job out of talents I already have? How can I align myself with other people and create an alternative situation? One thing I've noticed in this time of, you know, devastating financial crisis is I have noticed all sorts of new amazing weird businesses showing up like people fixing things that they never fixed before people bringing services to homes that they've never brought before it's like people are getting creative around these difficulties and saying well you know here are all these people that are stuck at home and need food and so i'm going to and i'm not talking about meals on wheels but i'm talking about creative businesses and so when we go through these devastating things it is an opportunity to find a new response. And mm. I'm, you know, I'm just actually amazed at how many people are finding a creative response. You know, they're living in communal situations. They're offering their talents to one another. And as I just said, you know, they're creating new businesses. So this, the, one of the gifts of, of difficult times, I know we don't want these gifts, but it does cause us to find new mm -hmm. strengths in ourselves with which to rebuild our lives. Absolutely. Strengths we never thought we had. Exactly. We're gonna, yeah, we're going to talk about that because one of the things that we talk about, that Daphne talks about in the book, persist. When we come back, we'll be sharing some additional uh, thoughts, some of these 10 things to do when your life falls apart. The book that I'm referring to is that, The 10 Things to Do When Your Life Falls Apart, an emotional and spiritual handbook. My very special guest, Daphne Rose Kingma, joining me here today. When we come back, we'll be talking about how to persist, even though it might be painful, and what, we, what can we do about the pain. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show. Remember, for our dogs and cats to live long and happy lives, just like people, they are what they eat. 
Wellness carefully selects wholesome ingredients to create food you can trust to provide the foundation of your pet's well-being. True wellness means every ingredient has a purpose in every recipe they make. You can trust the quality of all ingredients in wellness from their source to your pet's bowl. Visit wellnesspetfood.com to find a pet specialty retailer near you. Wellness natural food for pets. This is where true wellness begins. Are you tired or struggling to get to where you want to be in your life? Want some help getting to that next level? Hi, I'm Dr. Melody Ivory, personal growth expert and passionate champion of your complete success. I'm excited to give you powerful books, teas, and coaching to help you easily transform your life from the inside out. Now is the time to make your life sing. Visit MelodyIvory.com for free articles, poetry, and affirmations. That's MelodyIvory.com. Is Egypt calling you? Join Dr. Friedemann Schaub and Danielle Rama Hoffman for an initiatory journey to Egypt, May 2010. Picture yourself meditating in the Great Pyramid, cruising down the Nile on a private sailing yacht, and exploring ancient temples in exclusive visits. For a journey that expands your consciousness and opens your heart, call 866-903-6463 or visit EgyptIsCalling.com. Living your life to the max means that you can have everything you want. Empowerment Psychic Linda Dickinson can show you where you're headed and teach you how to change your future. Linda will share with you the messages of those who have passed before you. For a private session, visit InMyFuture.com or call 800-206-9096. Listen to Linda Dickinson on The Dr. Pat Show. Call in and hear how you can be the producer, director, and lead in your life. Today is the day to start living your life to the max. Reach your full potential and increase energy with the superfood of the Inca, Maca Magic. Maca naturally balances hormones, relieves symptoms of PMS, menopause, and erectile dysfunction. Maca increases energy, stamina, and endurance without caffeine. Visit MacaRoot.com. That's M-A-C-A Root.com. Call 541-846-6222. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. Products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. A friend, I try to warn you somehow. It's a little high for me. It is, but I can sing it. I know all the words. to go on. Thank you so much, Valerie. That's very it. cool. Welcome back, everyone. Yeah, this is really the Dr. Pat Show. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. Yeah, that song has purpose and meaning. My stepmom used to get the three of us girls up, and we used to sing together. And so my two sisters could sing really well, and then I would lip sync. Because they would say, don't sing that song. Aww. But now I sing it, and I don't care how I sound. Thank <laughs> you. I've overcome something. And Daphne Daphne could tell me all about what that means. But more importantly, this book is the best. The 10 Things to Do When Your Life Falls Apart. She's joining me here today. For those of you out there that want to get some help and advice and want to just call in and say, hey, this is what's going on for me. 
We have opened up the phone lines, 1-800-930-2819. Each chapter is filled with nuggets of experience, hope, and amazement. So you can actually read this book kind of the way that I read it, where you can pick things out that relate to you at any given point in time. Once you finish reading the book, though, you will be able to know that there's a blueprint here that can help you with any obstacle, any challenge that might be in front of you. I'm so honored and thrilled to have Daphne joining us here today. Daphne, thank you so much. It's so great. Oh, it's just a pleasure and a privilege to be with you and to really offer this encouragement to people because, as you were remarking a few minutes ago, you know, so many people are going through just hugely difficult things, much more than we've seen, you know, in recent decades. It just seems like there's a mass of people suffering in their circumstances and lives. And this is really, as we said before, there are some of the things that you've written in this book that are amazingly available to help us. Which Can you go through some of these and well, t- tell we, me how yeah, they relate? Just, yeah, we talked about you know, checking out your defaults and, and, you know, noticing how you might respond and seeing if you can think of a new way, which leads to doing something different. And I referred to that a little bit, people taking dramatic and exciting and creative new steps in their lives to respond to whatever is going on. And I'm encouraging people to do that and reminding you that you can. And um, in that line, people often discover, you know, what I talk about here is remembering who you've always been, that you everybody's got some kind of internal strength that has guided them through life, and you may not know what it is, and that's why I'm telling people, discover it, remember it, because that's what you can rely on now. And, of course, when we go through a, a tough time, you know, one of the chapters talks about letting go. There's usually something that you have to let go of. You have to You know, if you get fired, you have to let go of your job and you have to let go of your attachment to it. Maybe you have to let go of a lifestyle that was familiar to you. And if a relationship ends, you have to let go of a person. And so letting go is a tough thing for us in this culture because we're kind of a hanger-oner type culture. We, you know, we want more, we have stuff. And so I'm just encouraging people that letting go is a part of the freeing and recovering process. And, you know, just a couple of the other ones, persist in the process, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know, integrate your loss. Living simply is so important when we're in hard times. And, of course, my favorites, which uh, which are the ones about love and recognizing your spiritual being, because Mm -hmm. that's where the comfort comes from, and that's where the gifts lie in these very difficult circumstances. Mm. Well, uh, I want to just tell you, Daphne, we've got one of our listeners calling in. Actually, we've got the phones ringing at this particular point in time, which is great uh, because we have opened up the phone lines for those of you that would love to speak with Daphne and, you know, just get a glimpse of what you might be able to do differently. Uh, We've done that on our toll-free number, of course, is 1-800-930-2819. Hey, Valerie, how about we go to the phones? Okay, let's go to Vicki. She's calling in from Seattle. Vicki, there? Hi, Vicki. Yes, I am. Hi, Vicki. Hi. How can we help you today? Well, I have a question about what you're you're addressing right now. You know, identifying your default uh, Ways, and I think because most of us um, have grown up with um, 
the uh, you know belief in uh, analyzing everything. So where a lot of us have done just that, we're very familiar with um, our the reasons why we are the way we are and why and and why we are and and also what what we're doing. But how does one move beyond just um, continuing to reiterate their story and actually I think that's recreating it all over again. Well, that's a great question. Oh, I man. am so glad you yeah. asked that. And the way to move beyond reiterating the story, reiterating the story is in fact a default behavior. Let me tell you the sad story of my life. Let me tell you the sad story of my life. That That is part, that can be a default behavior. It's getting stuck in the story instead of saying, okay, what did I become as a consequence of the story? Well, in some cases, I became a person who's always telling the story. So what would I do if I didn't tell the story? I would take an action. I would see that in the story, I developed a personal strength, and I would use that strength to go and make a new story and a new life. So um, it's like... There's another part of that, too, which is that we all have this story. We need to grieve about our stories. If you haven't done that part, do it. That's one of the reasons crying is at the head of the line here. And after you've done that, then you can get on with your life, whether it's the crisis of the moment or the story that you're trapped in, because until we grieve, we can't let go and we can't take action. So examine that. Let it go discover your strength, and take the action that will carry you through. It's a process Mm -hmm. not just of awareness, but of grieving and then intention that moves you in a new direction. Great question. I think so many times I've seen my friends, they just get stuck in this, um, I guess, still still hanging on to the the grieving, and they just live in victimhood. Well, it sounds like maybe... Part of your default is listening to all these people. Go find some new happy friends that are creating their lives instead of wallowing in their past. I mean, that is always a choice that people can make, whether they're going to be victims or creators. Mm -hmm. Yeah, very good. Yeah, Vicki, Vicki, one of the things that Daphne does talk about in the book, which we haven't talked about yet, is to do something different. Right, Daphne? Yes, absolutely. And that's where I'm talking about creativity. It's like, turn around the story and say, what can I make out of this story? I mean, every creative, brilliant person in life has a story, and they have done something different than just live in the story. They've taken, you know, that old phrase, taken the lemon and made lemonade. And we all Mm. have the capacity to do that, especially, you know, when you read the book, and I'm talking about your signature strength, that's the vehicle for not being a victim. That's the vehicle for being creative and alive and, and nurturing and nourished through these hard times. Excellent. Thanks for bringing that really um, challenging and good question. It's Vicky. great. It was great, Vicki. Thank you so much for joining us oh, today. Thank you. I hope this was helpful for you. Oh, very good. Yes. Excellent. Thank you. We have the best listeners, Daphne. I don't know if you know that. This I have said this from day one. We have the best listeners that you can even imagine. Now, we have another call coming into the show. Uh, do we want to go right ahead and take that call? Absolutely. What do you think? Let's yeah, okay. do it. 
Uh, we've got Cassie calling in, working through some issues, wants to chat about it. Cassie, thank you. Welcome uh, welcome to the show. How can we help you today? Hi. Hi, Hi Cassie. Yeah. Hi, Cassie. Hi. Hi, Daphne. Um, well, I'm one of those people who have had a lot of things and kind of go two steps forward, one step back, and then some more gets piled on, and it's like, oh, gee, you know. How am I going to climb out of this? Yeah, yeah, and 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 getting through grief gets to be tricky for, for me because, you know, I, I don't have the ability anymore to just kind of wail it out. Year, years ago, I did, um, but... Um, these days, I just, I'll just get something out of my eye, either in you know, you know, maybe late at night or something like that, or, or you, early are in the you, morning. And are you connecting in this very hard process with what your strengths might be? Because sometimes I know, I know when hard things happen, there are a lot of tears, but at a certain point. There's also kind of a little message about some strengths that you might have about what you're going through. What do you think your strengths are, Kathy? What are um, you good at? What's your what's your internal strength that you bring to life? How come you're still here? Yeah. Perseverance. And, That's a great one. Uh, That's a good one. Yeah, and... Um, Oh, how about, how about creativity? What would you like to create in your life? That 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 one, I I, I get pretty thick as mud on these days because it's kind of like I, I had all these dreams at another time, and and then they just kind of went, you know, kerplunk, and and now I'm a middle aged. Person. All right, let's hold that thought for a minute there, Cassie, because now you're talking about me, sister. So we, <laughs> we want to continue with you when we come back from break. So if you don't mind, please hold on. Uh, I will. I don't know what Daphne's going to say to you, but I will tell you this. Dreams don't die. Mm, where do they go then? Stay tuned. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. I truly know that I did want to be a rock singer, I can't really sing very well. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. In the car, I keep singing, don't know why I do. Walks Ready to manifest your heart's desire? Want to know the secret to navigating life's in-between times with confidence and skill? Ready, Set, Manifest with Life Coach Debbie Lacey offers real tools to coach yourself through the in-betweens and leaps in life. Say goodbye to being stuck and hello to Ready, Set, Manifest. Visit theinspiredcoach.com and join the next Ready, Set, Manifest telegathering. You're not lost. You're getting ready. Visit theinspiredcoach.com. Are you taking too many oral pain pills and concerned about side effects? Are you having trouble getting to sleep because of the pain? Well, I'm Lou Paradise. I had the same problems you have. Cured my pain, eliminated pain pills and their side effects by developing Topperson Pain Relief and Healing Cream. Topperson relieves pain without side effects. It doesn't burn, it doesn't smell, and it doesn't stain. But don't just take my word for it. Doctors, pharmacists, and pain specialists are using and recommending Topperson and ending the suffering for thousands of people just like you. 
We know you're hurt. We want to help. We're so sure Topperson will work for you, we offer a money-back guarantee. So if you want pain relief with no side effects, ask for Topperson or call 1-800-959-1007. That's 1-800-959-1007. Topperson, the last pain medicine you'll ever need, and you can sleep on that. Think about it. When was the last time you were flabbergasted? Well, that's what I was the first time I cleaned with this cloth named E-Cloth. On the front of the E-Cloth package, it claims, perfect cleaning with just water and chemical free cleaning that's awesome on all hard surfaces i was pretty skeptical but gave it a try anyway i started on my kitchen windows then stovetop then stove hood granite counters and finally the refrigerator i was totally flabbergasted on how well they cleaned these results were accomplished without exposing my family to unknown negatives of household chemical cleaners the cleaning power comes from fiber function not a chemical reaction it cleans better and is healthier money saving and eco-friendly no chemical no paper towels, and e-cloths are reused for years. As a Dr. Pacho listener, you'll get 20% off everything you order and free shipping. Go to ecloth.com and when checking out, enter Dr. Pat, D-R-P-A-T. That's ecloth.com. E-cloths are for real. See for yourself. I know you'll never go back to cleaning any other way. How would you like increased health and vitality? How would you like to avoid the onset of disease as well as slow the aging process? This is all possible through a simple, safe, and natural process. Every day, we are either moving toward wellness or away from wellness. Hi, I'm Mary Jane Mack. I'd like to be your partner in achieving optimal health. Contact me now at MaryJaneMack.com or call 425-392-0659. Visit MaryJaneMack.com. Some two-stepping when we get the new I cameras know. in here. It's a country music day. It's a country you, music. You I love it. I'm, I'm so you there. Said. We're actually going to plan a country music week. Welcome back, everyone. <laughs> Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. And very special guest, Daphne Rose King, joining us here today. Cassie is still on the line, and we're going to make sure we connect with her. But I want to make sure that you all know um, how to find out information uh, about the book, how to get a copy of the book. Daphne, what's the best way for folks to find out more about you? Uh, my website, www.daphnekingma.com, and I'll spell those hard to spell names D A P H N E, and then the last name is Kingma, K I N G M A, www.daphnekingma.com. And all my books are listed there, and of course, this one especially. And you can order the book through my website or through Amazon, of course, and it's in the bookstores now. Cool. And for those of you, just go to the Dr. Pat Show website, drpatlive.com. We've got several links from our site to Daphne's site. Let's bring Cassie back on. I want to make sure we finish up with her. Daphne, thank you so much for taking the time to chat with Cassie. Cassie, Cassie again. Cassie, are you there? Okay, Mm -hmm. great. Let's go ahead and continue. So, Kathy, what I want to say, as Dr. Pat said just before we took the break, you know, dreams don't die. They may shift, and we may let go of a bunch of dreams because life keeps moving us forward and our dreams change. But the important thing for you now is to connect with something that is still strong in you and that wants to express itself. I don't know what that might be. It might be painting with your toes. It might be gardening. It might be running a nursery school. It might be, what do you think it is, Kathy? Um, 
going to give that some give give that one some mm-hmm. good some thought. Well, you you, know. you are the person who needs chapter five, which is to remember who you've always been, and there's a lot of guidance in this chapter. And to make sure you can remember, we're going to give you a copy for you, a copy for you of this book called The Ten Things to Do When Your Life Falls Apart, so that you can reconnect. It may not be a dream you had long ago, but reconnect with the the strength in yourself that has the power to carry you through and to do something that will really bring you joy, mm-hmm. even though you've had a lot of setbacks. And that's my mm-hmm. wish and my prayer for you. So I hope you enjoy the book and it leads you to that future in yourself. Exactly. And you know, one of the things I want to say to you, Cassie, don't hang up because we have to get your information. But can I make a suggestion to you, if you don't mind? Sure. Forget all the things that you think about yourself that are stopping you. What I want to suggest you do is get back in touch with your joy. See, so often we block ourselves from thinking about what our joy is because, A, we don't really think we have a birthright to it. B, we think that it takes time, money. C, we think we have to be a certain age or way. And that's not what joy is about. You know, joy is one of these things that is from within and without. It is a spiritual, uh, what I like to call a spiritual vibration. And sometimes it's about helping other people. Sometimes it's about getting our nails done. <laughs> you know what right. I'm saying? So you mm-hmm. have got to carve out time to put all of the story behind you and spend some time over the next week. This is my challenge to you if you're going to take it. Over the next seven days, each day, I want you to write down on a piece of paper, a post-it note. I have a, actually have somebody that wrote all over their arm about this, that what makes you joy. As you go through your day, if you see the sunshine and you feel a burst of something, write it down. If you're sitting down and you're watching a television program and you're laughing or whatever you're doing, write it down. Because what you have to do is put all of those things that have become part of what you think your life is about. You've got to have a place to put them in the crust bucket. And so what I want to say to you as the quickest way to do that is get back Mm -hmm. to your joy. Yes. And and that a lot of that comes from connecting with your spiritual being that quietness the peace in you and there's a wonderful a wonderful teaching and chapter on that yes there is kathy thanks for calling thanks for calling calling was your your intention to get to joy and your exactly to get to change don't hang up for you yep don't hang up the phone because we need to get some information from you and we'll make sure that we do that you know daphne this is uh these callers are friends that uh vicky cassie turned in the show these are great questions and let's talk about this because when your life falls apart it can become extremely difficult to get back to our true nature Let's take a minute to talk about our true nature and spirituality, because you do reference this and talk about how important it is in the book. Well, it is our true nature, of course, is what in us lives beyond life. And, you know, I've, I've buried three friends in recent weeks, mm-hmm. and, you know, it really always asks the question, what is important, what lasts? What of us will remain after our journey on life is over? And I think we all know and feel in some way that it is 
you know, it is whatever you want to call it, the spirit, the soul, the divinity, the spiritual nature. It's like the energy that we are. It's the energy of love. And, you know, when we're so busy and fretted with life, we're not experiencing that. And I often say to people, you know, stop for five minutes, sit in your car before you walk into the office and just fold your hands and sit in silence or sit on your couch before you leave for the day or at the end of the day because when we pause to get into silence, we we understand that there is a very still, totally at peace place inside us. And in the book, of course, I tell a number of stories about people who went through just devastating things. And then, you know, in the midst of that experience, found the peace in themselves. And we all have it, and this is who we really are. And we just need to take time to nurture that. I mean what you were saying to Kathy about getting with your joy, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, I think it's a miracle. Every every day of my life, anyway, the sun has come up. Now, how does that happen? <laughs> you know, how does that happen that we live in this universe, which is so nurturing and predictable, and what an amazing gift that we have life and that we can be a part of this cosmos. So connecting with those things always brings us peace mm-hmm. and um you know, that's the real place that people get to and that we want to get through when we go through these hard things. And you just have to pause a little bit. Life is always coming at us, but I've noticed, and I think we all have, that when we we stop, it's almost like we get more time. It's like when we stop, the time that we've taken out of the day, the 20 minutes to meditate or the 30 minutes to go for a walk around the block, that time is given back to us tenfold in how we're able to move through the rest of our lives because we do it with much less stress and with a lot more intention. Well, this is for so many people, what you've been able to create, um, what you've been able to put in this book is really a lifeline, Daphne. I mean, that's the way that I saw the book um, in so many ways. It's a lifeline for people. And you heard two of our listeners today on the show, but it really is a lifeline because we are, it is our birthright, a birthright to live life full out and to be yes. joyful. Yes. And, and the purpose of these difficult experiences is to show us you know, our deeper capacities, our deeper abilities to live life full out, as you put it so beautifully, not just psychologically and not just in terms of our circumstances, but to to live with the grace and joy that comes from being aware of our spiritual essence. You know, I mean, another 50 pair of shoes isn't going to make you that happy, but remembering that your life is a gift and that this experience is a miracle and that we're here together and that we love one another and we connect. I mean, I've never seen your face, and yet here we are having this incredible connection and offering the joy that we're sharing right this moment to other people. I mean, how great can life be? I'm telling you, we're at the top of the world, aren't we? <laughs> yes. I've, I feel that every day. I'm truly blessed to be able to come in here and reach out to thousands of people that I've never seen before. But yet, Daphne, you and I know we're all connected, don't we? We do. And all the things that make us or that give us an opportunity to feel that connection bring us joy, and that's why it's really important 
<clears throat> to seek those experiences, to seek the joy, but also to seek the people, the moments, the sunsets, the breathing, the walking, you know, the talking that allows us to be reminded of that connection. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Daphne, for joining us here today. What a joy. It's been just wonderful. Wow, everybody. The 10 Things to Do When Your Life Falls Apart, an emotional and spiritual handbook, and it is uh, available anywhere. And if you want to find out more about Daphne, you can go to her website, DaphneKingma.com. Or if you want to just click on the doc- her, the link we have from our site, the DrPatShow.com, uh, to Daphne, you could do that. There's lots of ways for you to change and shift what's going on in your life right now. You have the ability. You have the talent. It's your birthright, and we'll support you along the way. Have a great day, everyone. We'll see you next time on The Dr. Pat Show.